What's up, you guys? My name is Will Flott. I'm a packaging student at Michigan State University, and I'm podcasting to you today to talk about a very worldly issue that's very important to us in our community and to a lot of people around the world, and that is the plastics waste and pollution problem. Um, people don't like plastics for a lot of really, really good reasons. Um, plastics are not biodegradable, most of them, um, so they take a long time to break down in the environment, sometimes hundreds of years. Um, and a lot of plastics are oil-based or petroleum-based, and they come from resources that are not renewable. Um, a lot of plastics are used to make single-use products that only get used one time, and that's their whole utility, and they remain in the environment for a really, really long time. Um, you can recycle a lot of plastics, but even recyclability is a huge issue for a lot of the major materials that get used in the waste stream. Um, a lot of plastics that are generated go straight to landfill, and the small portion that are not and are recycled sometimes don't really get recycled in the most effective way. And we're going to talk a lot about that later on, I think. Um, another shortcoming of plastics is that they're just so mass produced. Um, there's millions of units, millions of stop keeping units every year. And yeah, there's, there's a whole lot of plastic out there. Um, and we are going to touch on two things with my two excellent guests that we have here today, Tito and Rashad. Um, we're going to touch on a very, very specific waste issue in the Dominican, Dominican Republic where Tito's from. And we're also going to talk about the future of plastic packaging and legislation and what we can do moving forward to try and solve some of these issues. So we're going to get into that. First guess, my good friend Tito. Uh, Tito, I know you're from the Dominican Republic in the Caribbean. Um, and I know that there's a very specific issue there. Um, and it's related to packaging. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Thank you, William, for, you know, for having this discussion with me. Um, yes, sure. I'm from the Dominican Republic. DR is located in the Caribbean. And... Actually, right now, my country is the main topic of discussion for Vogue magazine in the UK, and it's all related to the packaging waste that we are struggling with. Vogue in the UK. Wow. What, what happened with that? Yeah, it's very interesting because it all started when the Vogue UK magazine initiated a campaign called Reset, where several photographers submitted beautiful landscapes promoting the beauty of their country. Carmen Danay is a Dominican environmentalist who was chosen among the five top photographers for, for the reset campaign. And the picture that was selected as well cover image of was related to the Bajo Yuna Mangrove National Park. And the problem with the picture is that showed the beautiful beach fully covered in plastic and other waste. 
but all the other finalists submitted pictures of beautiful places about their country of origin. Oh my God, that's that's really that's first of all really devastating and also really really interesting that that that's how that worked out. Um, how did people react to that? Indeed, it, it was something really huge. I mean, everyone was really mad with the magazine, but people hated the photographer because she submitted the photo that showed that it did not represent the country uh, because he has all this garbage in the beach. And we are pretty well known as a country for the beautiful beaches that, that we have because it's the Caribbean. Everyone knows the Caribbean because of their beautiful beaches. Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, it's certainly not great for the tourism of the country, but like, you know, I, I feel like it's, it's important to know that it's out there. And I'm, I'm looking at the picture right now, and I know that for those listening just audio, you can't see it, but it's, it's remarkable. I mean, there is, there is garbage like all over this beach. You can hardly tell that there's sand under there. Um, what, Tito, being for the, from the Dominican Republic, what is your personal take on all of this as, a, as someone who's a packaging professional and someone who this issue is probably so near and dear to? I think that people are focused in the wrong message. Uh, she just tried to raise the voice of mother nature. And I think that it should be an invitation to think about how single use plastic and other waste are impacting the environment. The problem is that the tourism is one of the biggest income in my country, and it is being heavily impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. And people in my country think that the magazine did not uh, did not play fair because they they put pictures about all these beautiful locations but they only pick the picture with garbage that was related to dominican republic wow all right so um taking a look at what uh danae the environmentalist said about it um she says my image of a protected area and national park in my hometown shows us the true state our natural landscapes around the world in 2020 disrupted, polluted, and under threat. And that is, that's a really, really concise, powerful way to put it. Um, Tito, what do, you, what do you think about that and, and, her, and her standpoint of that? I think she's right because over the last 50 years, more than a third of the world's mangrove forests have disappeared as a result of agriculture, industrial development, and tourism. Seriously? And, yep, something incredible. And the this type of ecosystem, they help even to prevent tsunamis to getting into the inland. So this is an, an, environment, an, an environmentally ecosystem that is really necessary uh, to take care of. Something that is really interesting that, that she said to the magazine was that she hoped that most of the people who look at this image see not the Dominican Republic, but themselves. She, she explained it. And this is not the Dominican's Republic issue. This is a humane issue. And we, we've all used plastic bottles uh, in the beach when we go, everywhere we go, when we travel in. We, we have all open package filled with styrofoam, which is non-recyclable. And it is everyone's fault. And, and it's all responsibility to, to fix this problem once and for all. Um, real changes are driven by people's voice and now that the reality has been exposed, uh, we should take this opportunity 
as a country and demand better legislation that take care of our environmental resources, educate our people so they can take better decisions as customers. and so we can preserve the, the tourism industry for a long time, as well as mother nature. I don't think I could have said it better myself, Tito, honestly. That's, yeah, that really, really sums it up. Um, mangrove trees, those are, aren't, are those the, the trees with the little crabs on them? Yeah, yeah. They grow from, you know, from the, from the sea. Uh, and they live in a mix of, um, sweet and salty water from the sea that's really interesting and i never knew that about uh about how those trees are actually really important in terms of tsunami protection that's oh, really really interesting and yeah i agree that we've we've really seen some big changes in, in legislation due to events such as tylenol murders and and all these and all these crises that we've talked about um and when we as a society see these types of crises, we work together and we start actually making meaningful changes. Indeed. In less than 30 days, the Congress and the President approved a residual waste law that, that was waiting to be reviewed for years. This will tackle a lot of the problems related, uh, related to the plastic, like education about waste and promotes recycling, reuse, and reduction of single-use plastics. At the end, we don't know the real impact on tourism, but it was for sure a win for Mother Nature. Thank you so much, Tito. That was all that was all really incredibly insightful. And I'm glad that we got to discuss an issue that I was not aware of before I started working with this group. So thank you so much. Thanks to you, William. Next guest that we have is my good friend Rashad, and um, Rashad is going to talk to us about a little bit about the future of plastic packaging and uh, where we go from here and how we tackle this kind of monumental issue that so many are that so many are concerned about. Um, and he's going to talk a little bit about solutions for it, and he's going to talk a little bit about legislation that could be potentially used to combat the problem and yeah we're just going to get right into it so rashad do you want to you want to talk a little bit about about yourself yeah first i want to say start off by saying thank you for inviting me onto the podcast um i am senior packaging student at michigan state university um i've been following the trends of, of of plastics and how they affect the world around us and also uh, the legislation and rulemaking process as it relates to those issues. Excellent, man. Yeah, I, I do understand that you've been following up with these different trends and keeping on top of the rulemaking process as it relates to eliminating and reducing plastic waste. Um, and we'll get more into that in a minute. But first, I want to ask, what what are your general views on plastic waste? And also, what are your views on plastic use being altogether banned? Yeah, so. Plastic waste is a growing issue around the world, even with efforts to recycle or reduce plastic use. According to the EPA for the year of 2017, 69.9% of plastics generated ended up in landfill 
and 13% of those plastics generated were recycled. Um, with those, those statistics show there's a lot of work that needs to be done to help mitigate plastic waste. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think completely getting rid of our reliance on plastics without coming up with better solutions first can cause even more complications. Um, plastics do have a lot of advantages compared to other materials, being that they are light, cheap, durable, and versatile, which allows companies to maximize shelf life while reducing manufacturing and transport costs. Uh, the energy required to produce certain materials may also require more energy than plastics. However, I do believe single-use plastics should either be reduced, reused, or composted. Sean, I think that sums it all up really, really good. I, I couldn't agree with you more, honestly. Um, and in your opinion, what does the future look like for plastic packaging in the United States? Yeah, so in the U.S., um, scientists and companies have varying views on the future of plastic packaging, but they all share an insight that change is coming in the near future. As for the United States, I think scientists, companies, and the government can come up with a solution together to tackle this issue. I think the California Circular Economy and Pop Pollution Reduction Act should definitely be considered and act as a model that could definitely pave the way for future states. Companies and scientists are already striving for ways to reduce plastics as much as possible. So applying plastics when it is needed, making all single-use packaging either compostable or recyclable, and improving or replacing existing recycling systems are all approaches that can help elim eliminate plastic waste. Um, which I wanted to mention a company that has been on the uprise lately that goes by the name of Loop. Um, Loop has accepted a challenge to reduce single-use plastic packaging by adapting a system of refillable and reusable containers. Loop offers products and reusable glass and steel containers that are de delivered to and picked up directly from consumers' homes. These companies partner uh, include uh, companies like Unilever, Pepsi, Nestle, Clorox, and many more brands. Uh, the way Loop works is customers purchase products from their website, and when the products are used up, they leave the empty packages on the doorstep for free collection by UPS or a Loop partner, which then returns them for sanitation and reusability. Um, items that can't be reused can be collected for recycling. I can see companies like Loop being the future and a model of guidance for the reduction and reusability of plastic where it can be applied. Wow, man, I've I've never heard of Loop before this, and that is that's so cool to hear to hear a company working with other monumental companies to really, really, literally take on this whole like closed loop system, not just in terms of recycling, but in terms of reusing the actual packages, like. I think it's so important to think about the whole cycle of a product from manufacturing to consumption to its disposal as, as waste. Like that's, that's kind of our duty as packaging engineers. Right. Yeah, that is true. Basically the ownership has changed from the consumer to the producer. Like you, like you mentioned with the whole extended producer responsibility approach, the whole cycle of a product must be considered by companies in order to truly change the future of plastic packaging. Well, absolutely. It takes a very holistic approach, you know? I mean, it's it's no good if a material is incredibly sustainable from a breakdown standpoint, but it takes, you know, however many tons of CO2 to produce. That's absolutely yeah. right. So um, talking about legislation and um, really big picture stuff, what bills are we looking at that can be passed as legislation to help eliminate and reduce plastic waste here at home in the U.S.? 
Yeah, so there are some bills that has sparked a lot of controversy, like the Break Free from Plastic Pollution Act. If this bill passes its legislation, it would reduce the worst single-use plastic. It will require producers to take responsibility of the waste their product creates, and it would finance reusable recycling and composting infrastructures. I saw some organizations having conflicting views with the minimum recycled content requirement within the Break Free from Plastic Pollution Act. An article from the Zero Waste California organization stated how many plastics cannot be recycled forever and they will break down eventually. So it is important to consider long-term solutions, especially considering recycled single-use plastics will eventually have an end life. So each approach to fighting plastic waste will face different ramifications with regards to costs, benefits, and convenience for both companies and consumers. It is definitely a game of give and take, and there's, there's no one really silver bullet answer for it. And I think it's really important, like you said, that we look at it from a lot of angles and from, you know, every angle possible, if we can. And thank you. Thank you so much for giving us that insight. Thank you for coming on today, Rashad. And um, I really, really appreciate the insight, man. Thank you, Will, for having Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. I hope that you gained some insight about um, the monumental problem that is plastic waste pollution and uh, that we were able to do some enlightening. And I hope that you join us next time. So thank you everyone. This is Will Fought signing off.